0: two good friends from college talking about what's new with los angeles clippers there's always so much to discuss let's jump right in it's la clips forum hey, it's la clips forum with jesse and brian welcome to the daily clips forum my name is brian andrew i'm here with my co-host jesse sandoval what's up guys i was halfway through a pretty good tangent on our first take. And there was some confusion because we don't know which one of us froze. So we're starting over.
1: Yeah, we're trying to blame each other, but uh yeah. <laughs> it's not working out. So uh, uh,
0: but how you doing Jesse? How you doing? I'm
1: I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Um you know the move to a new location, uh enjoy the area I live. I enjoy being closer to work. No longer commuting super far, so it's it's been good. But then you tune into Clippers basketball, and uh, that, that all goes away.
0: Yeah, you know it shouldn't go away because I think things are going great. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it snowed today. I'm not sure if you could call it snow, but it was magical. And yeah, you can see. I've been in the mountains and I've seen it, but to see it like when you're just at work randomly hitting the asphalt landing on your shirt it's uh it was magical like so here's, here's I, I, a... I, I feel like people from the east coast are like oh all right <laughs> uh, the title, ty- <laughs> of the, the creator meme like okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> did uh Now here's an important question did you make a snow angel
0: no, I would have gotten my clothes extremely dirty because all it was was making the asphalt really wet, and then I just would have all the clothes... oil seeping from the asphalt. Yeah, I just would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would have got fired. Um, <laughs> what's this guy doing? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to make a snow angel. And it's just like that gravelly dirt at like black asphalt stuff is like on my cardigan. And just ripping it's like, I'm uh, like ripping my clothes because
1: <laughs> the snow around you is like brown and red because you're cutting yourself in the process of it. Like... <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Yes. Uh it, it was just like no snow angels. Okay. Yeah, it was just a little magical thing. That's all it was. It wasn't it wasn't heavy snow or anything. Well that's nice, man. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> you know you don't need any snow chains? Uh <laughs> no. That's my first, my song. first thought was, uh, when I first like maybe thirty seconds after seeing it hit the ground a few times, my first thought was like, people are about to drive really stupid for the next couple hours. <laughs> but good thing it stopped <laughs> before it got to the point.
1: Yeah, it would have been awful. Well, glad it stopped, and glad your community wasn't bad coming back. So, um, so uh,
0: an episode, two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. we've we've noticed for a long time now i've been writing the show's agenda on a on a post-it note and um i thought why don't we i show you the post-it note before the show starts so you have an idea what the agenda is i don't so it's a really tiny post-it note and what does that say jesse uh,
1: trade pg, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uh, it says uh, Mr. Lou, so that's the talking point.
0: I don't mean Mr. Lou Williams, sweet Lou, lemon pepper, sweet Lou. I don't, I don't screw that nickname up. Uh, I'm talking about Ty Lu. and I went on a pretty long tangent in the last episode that we re- we almost recorded until one of us froze i will probably get back into that tangent but you know what And we'll switch it up how are what is what are your thoughts generally on tyloo currently on tyloo previously previously on tyloo let's just go for it man <laughs> and and i'll and i'll i'll jump in it, when i jump in
1: it's it, what you're asking is for a lot right now like I'll tell you my current mood right now, or no, my current dilemma is that I want Tai Lu. I, I appreciate Tai Lu. He got us to the Western Conference final. Um, the year after that, he got us to the plan with just pretty much the role players until PG came back towards the end and it was fun watching the adjustments it was fun watching the comeback clippers and i, I think the clippers had the most comebacks in a season in Lu. so you have this history of Lu of great things uh and then he's creating a reputation of you know i adjust you know i'm not the guy who you know sticks to the same thing and hopes for something and hopes for a different result like, that we were so useful, used to with the with Doc Rivers. And then the season, I guess, like, it, it, for me, it wasn't the beginning. It was towards the end. It's just, like, to where we're at now. It's just, like, I don't understand what Tyler is doing. And, like, part of me is, like, I look at the past and what he's doing, and I wanted to succeed. And then part of me is like, "Dude, I want this guy gone." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's the only way I can describe everything because it it does encapsulate, I guess, everything you just mentioned: the past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> like my little tangent on the, the previous uh, attempt was, um, I used to defend Tyloo constantly Mm -hmm. like i was a tyloo apologist like i i a breath of fresh air going from Doc river just to tyloo tyloo's got us to the furthest point we've ever gone in franchise history he got us to the play-in last year with like you said our role players and a few games from paul george at the end of the season we've had magical moments last year of him relying on players like amir coffee and you know, Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris carrying the weight and Ty Lue believing in his guys, and it was really nice, and then all of a sudden, we go into the season of expectations, and he starts off a little slow, but, you know, Ty Lue tends to do that, you know, and so I didn't think anything of it, and I gave it till Christmas, and then I was like, you know what, it seems like there's some politicking going on, right, like, we should... Maybe wait till the trade deadline, you know, because that's when the roster will be set. And then the front office can't really do anything at that point. So whatever the front office wants to do with the, the roster, it's not happening anymore, right? Because we're all having speculation like, well, maybe Rocco's not playing because he's going to get traded or something like that. And then so it's keep him from getting hurt. So it's like, oh, that makes sense. Or maybe we're overplaying John Wall for whatever reason. And The trade deadline passed, and it seems like the politics got worse because of the Russell Westbrook stuff. And then Ty gets the player he wants, and it's looking pretty good against the Kings. And then we have, like, what, a 12-point lead or something with three minutes to go, and we blow it. We get a six-point lead in overtime. We blow it. We get a six-point lead in double overtime. We blow it. And it's like, fine, that was a very intense game. Like, we even said it was a very unique game on the last podcast, right? Then we play Denver. We get to OT. And then we don't do anything in OT. And it's like, all right. He puts Marcus Morrison. And you're like, all right, you know, like. And I and then we lose to the T Wolves game, and then there was a line in the T Wolves game. You were severe, you you texted a bunch of times with me, like that really frustrated you. Was when he was telling the players to what was it? Work harder, play harder, play harder, and that really frustrated you. Why did it frustrate you?
1: Two things. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because like it goes back to like the the story that you and uh, you know our or one of our friends that we have. And you guys used to coach you know little league right it's like for yeah. that lady that doesn't know how to play like basketball yeah so the, I'll,
0: I'll give context before you get. so okay, me, me and my go friend ahead. used to coach youth basketball and it every year it would always be the same coaches except for maybe there would be a one or two coaches turnover right there me so but there was always us and then two other coaches that would coach in this league that we're always within the conversation of the playoff situation. Then there was this lady that always coached and she was, uh let's just say not ever in the playoff consideration thing. So we she would always have like a new assistant coach with her and stuff like that. but every game we watched, she would just yell at the team and just be like, play defense. Play defense, hustle. But there was never really any coaching going on. And we would always be like I mean, we always like kind of felt bad, but at the same time we were competitive. We're like, well, we're gonna win then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like exactly because like, we actually like dug deep into our game plan. Were we were we perfect coaches and no. But we we played within the rules of the league and we used them to our advantage at times. And yeah. It was, we saw these, like, we saw, so, yeah, it was one of the circumstances. So, going back to you, what you were saying.
1: Yeah, so, it just it just reminded me of that scenario. It's just, like, it doesn't feel like you're coaching. It just feels like you kind of just gave up, and you're basically telling your team you're not trying hard enough. Now, here's the flip side. If that's true, what does that say about Ty Lue? You know, what does that yeah. say about the players and their trust in their Ty Lute? Have they given up on Ty Lue? If if it's true, if it's true that they that they weren't trying their hardest, then to me you lost the locker room. Yeah. And two really bad losses. Well, I, the first the first loss we were in a high because Russell Westbrook was a really great experience. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, after in contact with the Nuggets, uh, and you know everything setting in uh, about our scenario in the playoffs. It's just like what is going on here. Like, like for a guy who's very analytical, you're not really paying attention to the data. It doesn't seem like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that whole line, play defense, play harder, play harder, infuriated me. Um, uh, it, it's it's embarrassing. It's
0: yeah. ah, man. No, I, I, uh, it. I don't get it. it. It gives you doc flashbacks, right? Of like, um, yeah, him having Kawhi on the clipboard, and then uh, <laughs> the play is pass it to Kawhi, <laughs> like... and it says, Come on, guys, three times. <laughs> yeah, <come> on, guys. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, That's my
1: favorite part.
0: <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I'm one of those people that, especially when it comes to my team, uh, like I'm a Rams fan, I still think Jared Goff's a good quarterback. Uh, <laughs> I it takes me. A little longer to give up on players and coaches. Yeah. To this day, I still like Jeff Fisher. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I get it, right? Because like we 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 love the team, we grow attached to the players and coaches, um, and what they mean to the organization. I, I think for a long time we loved Doc Rivers because the fact that he also played a pa- played a factor in us being relevant. Yeah,
0: right. Like M- me, me and me and Trent had this conversation on a pod uh uh, i don't know probably a month or two ago and uh it's when he filled in for you and we were saying like what doc rivers was was a really good regular season coach we would always be a pretty decent seed the only issue with doc was once a coach figured him out in a seven game series it was done he wouldn't adjust he wouldn't try anything new you would just go out there keep doing the same thing like i said play uh pass to kawaii and then say come on guys three times right that was the doc rivers thing and it became frustrating so we brought in ty Lu, and then the season after he's the exact opposite he it was all right oh two make some adjustments we're gonna play terrence man some more we're gonna play some luke Kennard in there well, look at this we're not gonna start a center at all it was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. All wings, let's, let's rock. And Reggie Jackson showed up, and it did take him a while in the playoffs to officially give up on Rajon Rondo, <laughs> but it didn't cost us any series at that point, I don't believe. You know, I believe he was sat down in, early enough in that Phoenix Sun series where I don't think he was the reason we lost it, per se, right? So, Ty, I think, has this image of him that he's the playoff version of doc rivers which would i guess mean that maybe ty's not a very good regular season coach um and i think he's proving that this year and that's kind of how i felt at the beginning of the season where i was like all right you know what he's got something cooked up in the playoffs it's gonna be fine but my one of my first things with Lue right now is like if he's such a playoff coach He's making very bad decisions right now in the month of March. That's going to affect us in the playoffs. Like trying not like we needed we needed that third seed. We were a game behind the Kings last week, and then five days later, we're now three and a half games behind the Kings. This is going to affect us in the playoffs. You're making our playoff journey harder, and he's wasted really good Kawhi games. And just on a side note. Everyone, Kawhi has the stigma of load management. The man just went out there and played forty six minutes in a game they lost (laughs) the other night, and then a day and a two days later played almost forty minutes in that game and played all of overtime. Yeah, like you know, like I think it's clear that the load management thing is just. I understand. Still, it's still a thing. Like I believe he's playing tomorrow, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play the Kings on Friday. But it's just thing, he doesn't play back-to-backs. But outside of that, he's been playing his ass off for the last, since Christmas or so.
1: Yeah, he's been a seller, honestly.
0: And Ty lu has been wasting it this last week. <laughs> and it's been extremely fresh. I, I Trust me, I was that person before the trade deadline. I was like, it's not Ty, it's a supporting cast. The supporting cast is letting us down. My issue now is, this is the team we got. We kept Rocco. We have Nick Batum. Why is Marcus Morris out there? Mm -hmm. Why, when Terrence Mann was playing really well for us, we're now not playing Terrence Mann? That doesn't mean I want Terrence Mann and Russell Westbrook to, I don't know, like, it doesn't mean that I don't want Russell Westbrook to play. (laughs) Yeah. It's just you got to find ways for Terrence Mann to play then. Like, yeah, it's just one of those frustrating things. And it's fine if, like, whatever reason you're not going to play Terrence Mann – then play somebody else at the four, but I feel like Kawhi or Paul George could play the four. <laughs> so, so you could play yeah. Terrence Mann at the two. It's it's it, I don't know, like it's. It, I'm a, I'm at a point where it's like, at the beginning of the season when people were saying fire tied Lou, I was like, you're crazy. Why would we do that now? But for some reason, I feel like this season has aged, like dog, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> and it's. We're now at a point where it's just like, all right, you know what? I apologize for you. I defended you for so long. But, hey, if the franchise uh gave us some news at, in the morning one of these days, I wouldn't be shocked at it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, but, I think. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'll just say bring in someone who's going to play the players that are on the team. Like, yeah. I don't know.
1: For a guy who says that having too many talent I... – I shouldn't say that because like, you know, I'm just taking from you know a quote of a quote. Um but just the clips I seen from his you know post game conference, it's just like that doesn't help his case either, right? Like he he says some things like it's just like condescending. Just it just comes off and rubs you the wrong because you're in a loss too. But a lot of it's your fault, and you got to own up to that. That's just the reality of it. And it's 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 difficult because for me, I think about it the whole season as a context has been a complete show from beginning to end so far. Or well, I shouldn't say end beginning to the point that we're at now. We had the unexplainable Kawaii missing games, uh, no information. Um, it looks like it just really punched the gut in everybody along with the role players and you know uh, and then we go and we struggle playing with just PG and the role players and then we start questioning whether or not are the role players good are they as good as the, as we thought they were um, and there's a lot of factors right like, like Kawhi not playing when you're star players could really deflate the team or they're just not good like we thought they were so so many question marks and then we go into the trade deadline like you said we get the back of a big you know ty ty starts complaining about having you know a point guard pg starts saying that we need a point guard morris says we're starting need a point guard well we get you russell westbrook and you know to their credit russell westbrook in my opinion has been playing really well for the clippers mm-hmm. he's been you know, I what I said in the beginning of the po- what I said in the first podcast after his debut, I stand by it. He is playing selfish, not selfish, selfless, I should say. He's looking for Kawhi and PG. He's looking to get people involved and he hustles. And that's what we wanted to see t- from a team, from a teammate, uh, from a player. We wanted him to bring energy. He does that. It's just. It just seems like like Ty just giving up on making adjustments. Like he, I, I, I do not understand for the sake of me why he hasn't played Roku or why he limits himself to this many players with such a good roster. It it doesn't make any sense. Um,
0: I, I do understand player and coach loyalty to an extent. And I feel like he has that with Marcus Morris and he had that with Reggie Jackson. He doesn't have Reggie anymore, but we still have Marcus. And I I do think, I do walk away from the trade deadline thinking, yeah, we probably should have gotten rid of Marcus Morris, but he is on expiring in the summer and I think that's going to help us more and maybe that's what the front office had in mind and they're just hoping Ty Lue wouldn't do the right thing at some point. And that's where I'm at. The only the only thing I could kind of knock on the front office at this point is two things. One, we should have had the backup center earlier in the season. We should have just... I think we would have won at least a handful more games if we had a backup center earlier in the season. And two, just get a point guard at the trade deadline and just let it be. You know what I mean? Like just get a point guard so everyone's cool with it. The one thing I will counter that argument with, if Russell Westbrook's available and that's Paul George's really good friend, it doesn't matter who we got the trade deadline, I I still think people would have advocated to have Russell on the team still. I don't I honestly don't know if it was a whole about the whole point guard thing entirely. I know it was part of it. I still think they would have advocated for Russell regardless. It is So, to be honest, the fact that we didn't have a point guard and we got Russell probably makes it easier for Russell to fit in anyway. So, it's probably a good thing.
1: Yeah. No, I I don't think i will ever welcome having Kyrie on the team uh, because he doesn't seem like he has any remorse for the comments that he'd made. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: You know, and you can, if people say, like, oh, well, you're speculating. Well, the fact that he got upset that Nike pulled his deal, you know, (laughs) for the things he's done... uh, kind of shows you he's he doesn't understand what he said or he doesn't mean what he said you know I think you should welcome those consequences saying hey man I I deserve it I I, I made it, uh, an error in my judgment and I said these things and I backed these things when I shouldn't have and that's it but he didn't so uh, I'm cool with that I don't I don't care about that yeah I' I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: admit there was a moment in time where back my back was against the wall and i was like Kyrie is a type of player that could on the court save the season off the court i was thinking if it doesn't work out he's a free agent next year <laughs> you know like what's for these next few months we see what's experiment with this but i feel a lot better that we're not dealing with that that conflict yeah. with our ment with our ethics and our morals when watching the sport we love right yeah uh we got a guy who's a lot happier to be on this team probably with russell mm. westbrook but ty man like how many games into the season uh are you gonna like play marcus in the fourth quarter like how many games into the season are you gonna be like you know what let's try roco my only i'm i already have a counter to what i'm about to say the only thing I could think of is Ty's, like, I'm saving Roko in my, you know what? And I've defended Ty this whole season, and he's let me down up to this point. <laughs> so in the playoff start, he'll probably do it again. But maybe he's saving Roko for the playoffs. Maybe everyone's going to game plan for Marcus, going to game plan for how this team's looked so far. He'll probably play Marcus game one, and then all of a sudden game two, maybe Nico Batum starts and rocco gets the bench minutes and marcus just sits on the bench the entire time like like, but my counter to that is we're not the first or second seed in the western conference like we can't just play with the season like that like we we're in the sixth seed right now on really close to the plan like We can't be risking games like that. If you think Rocco could contribute, you got to play the guy and then just hope the, the margin things you do as a coach in the playoffs will get you by. You don't need a trick up your sleeve. If you're a good coach, you'll coach him in the playoffs. Like, now is the time to do this. You blew it against the Kings. You get another chance at the Kings. You could cut a game off your deficit this Friday, and you know what's probably going to happen? Kawhi and, Paul Ge- Kawhi and Paul George might sit that game. <laughs> you know, like, it's, like, I don't it, know.
1: It just reminds me, what you just said reminds me of uh, uh, another podcast that we listened to. You turned me You on to was uh, Hot Tub, hot, uh, Padres Hot Tub.
0: It's my favorite podcast. Yeah, like I listen to that podcast more than I listen to anything involving the Clippers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a really good podcast uh, where they have like a Discord and they invited people to like talk on during the playoffs and um, so people aired their frustration with the you know with the manager for uh, for the Padres Mm -hmm. and it was I think the the final game against Philly and people were upset one of the guys pointed out like he should just brought in josh Hader. and he's like what's the point of you being the manager like the whole point of you being the manager is not to look ahead it's to use your resources right now you know to get you to the next step and then you figure it out as a manager what mm-hmm. you need to do you know to ensure the win um and that's what i feel like what you what you're, you're alluding to is just like Dude, we don't have the luxury of the next game. We don't have the luxury of being a high seed where we can tink and like save all our car, like like all our hand.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We don't have that. We have to like start playing players that are capable. And like even then that's risky because if you don't play Roku and you're hoping like, you know, they have some sort of chemistry when it comes to the playoffs, that's that's a risky gamble because you know that that has some growing pains. In itself. Yeah. And I, I just I, don't understand.
0: Like I saw a quote where it said, I think Ty mentioned it. I don't, I don't know where I saw it paraphrasing. Like we haven't seen Paul George, Kawhi and Rocco play together, but they might play closer to the playoffs. Like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like Why don't we see that now? And if you like it and you want to pocket it after we got a couple games with it, then sure, move up a little further in the standings, and then you want to play with the standings a little bit. I think we're all going to hate that as fans, but maybe there's a there's plan there's a plan with all this chaos for all, for all we know, right? But the frustrating thing is just like for the last two months or so, we've had a healthy Paul George for the most part. Like he's had a minutes restriction there and there. And and um, he's missed some games, but for the most part, Kawhi's played every game except for a back-to-back. You know, so yeah. Like in my in my opinion, like this last two months was enough to know what's going on. And yes, you have new pieces, but yeah, I get when there needs to be an adjustment period with all that. But at the same time, you know, three fourths of your roster pretty damn well, <laughs> and Mason Plumley's fitting in like a. Like a glove. I don't know if that's a good analogy. <laughs> but he's he's fitting in because you know what we needed? We needed a backup center. So all he's doing is doing what Moses Brown should have been doing, you know, yeah. for, for the first half of the season. So it's really just fitting in Eric Gordon and Bones Highland. And now you're not even fitting in Bones Highland because you have Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, like. Uh, it's just it's just I, frustrating I mean,
1: he, he played in the denver series uh denver, denver game.
0: he did play in the denver game because yeah. i think that was like a revenge game i think it's like a hey here you go kid and and, and, and he, he played well
1: <laughs> he played well dude like i loved it because like like that same pace that we have at russell westbrook was in the same pace it was the same pace for the second unit and it yeah. was it, it was fun it was like man this, there's a lot of high energy in this and it was and yeah it just it just looked good um And then we went away from that. And Uh, then he puts
0: Marcus Morrison in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And if it it, it, I'm not I don't really have anything against Marcus, but for example, today I think Stephen A. Smith was uh mentioning something like he's blaming like Kawhi for everything. And yeah, I could get Kawhi to an extent because he's kind of like the architect of what this modern Clippers look team looks like to an extent, right? But like Kawhi's been playing his ass off, <laughs> and Ty Lue's just playing the, the wrong guys in. Like it's like the Jimmy Butler meme. Like Kawhi's going out there playing, having the game of his life, and then uh, Ty Lu's like, yeah, let's put Marcus Morris in the fourth quarter. Like imagine you're trying to defend one of the best offenses in the league, and then your coach puts in the wrong player. Like <laughs> it's got to be extremely frustrating. Like, and I've been pretty pro Ty, and there's there is a part of me. In the back of my head, to be like, you know what, if if he could get through the season without Steve Ballmer pulling the plug on Ty Lue, if he could get through the season, I'm willing to give Ty Lue the playoffs to see if he could bring that magic back. If he doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna be doing a podcast about a brand new coach in the summer, and. I wouldn't be surprised if we do our podcast about a brand new coach before this playoff start. Because the one thing I could think of, if I'm if I'm just throwing hypotheticals out, and this is what we do here, narrative, we're on narrative street. We get a brand new coach, and then we flame out in the playoffs. Well, we have a new coach, right?
1: It it gives a new narrative for the. It for gives. The-
0: you know, is it a good it's a good enough ex, it's is a is it a good enough excuse? No. Is it a good enough reason? Maybe. Or how should I put that? Yeah, it's a good enough reason but not a good enough excuse, but we could probably get by being like, "Oh, you know what? Let's give that new coach another season to figure this out." Yeah. And then we'll get back, you know. I I I, I don't I, know. It's not pretty. See, yeah,
1: I, I also see the the, you know, the situation where we just Roll a tie, you know, for for the rest of the season and hope that, you know, he does the – he becomes the tie that we know in the playoffs. Like you mentioned, maybe he's not a, a, the best regular season coach, but he flourishes in the playoffs. And, you know, if this is how we win a chip, uh, this is crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> – is this is uh, how
0: we do it, we're all we're all going to have bags under our eyes. <laughs> we're all going to be smoking a cigarette the I, I, the, I the Clippers we'll... the Clippers winning the championship it's going to be the happiest moment of our lives but we're all just going to be uh with, so like, deflated so Everybody's deflated we're going to be so tired. exhausted we're just going to be like and the it's going to be like Game Six Kawhi is holding the trophy Paul George is hugging him and we're all just going to be like. <sighs> <laughs> thank god it's over
1: it's like that that spongebob episode where they're delivering pizza and they just been the, like the, they're like just been through the hell pretty much and they're just exhausted and they finally it. yeah that's yeah. pretty much why i feel like but then we get those
0: check the condor tattoos
1: oh uh, yeah dude those are gonna be that's crazy.
0: the only that's that's, that's what i want the most but uh yeah
1: you know it's just like okay i, I know you mentioned and, and you did a really good job if uh you know, covering for me at that point, uh, you know, pulling back the curtains, someone came in and I was like, <laughs> <trying> to... <laughs> Ryan was like, you know, rolling and trying to prevent the noise. But anyways, you know, you were talking about like, you know, your frustration and Morris, uh, bringing in Fort Morris in the fourth quarter. My frustration was like, uh, that, that, that's a big frustration. Don't get me wrong. But like, I think it was in the Timberwolves game in the fourth quarter and, you know, And, you know, Ty basically used the media to push the to push that I need a point guard. I need a point guard uh, to make basically force the front office to get Russ. And then you go into the fourth quarter, and at some point you have PG taking up the ball, and he does two costly turnovers. And then after that, he he has like two bricks, and it's, it's not. It like, sounds I, like the Kings game too. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Exactly. That's another game right there. But I, I think it was a Timberwolves game. Uh, yeah, it was a Timberwolves game. And I was just so frustrated because I think later on he finally brings it in Rust. But I was just like, well, why do you complain about what you need and then you don't even use them? Like,
0: right. and,
1: and if it's not Rust, then, you know, experiment. T-Man.
0: Bones. Bones. Try, try something. Like, we technically have...
1: Eric Gordon, you know... T- I, I don't understand how he like Eric Gordon play such a long time like so many minutes. And uh, what game was it the 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 Nuggets right. or was it in the it it
0: was the Nuggets? I think they closed with Eric Gordon. And like, trust me, I like Eric Gordon. I think he's really good for this team. He's just not he just clo- wasn't on. He, he's just not he closing well. good. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I just don't want him closing. Like I do I just feel like if we want uh, an offensive threat out there. Then I don't know. There's other players. I guess maybe Eric Gordon makes sense. But if you want to play actual defense, you play Terrence Man, <laughs> like, like or I don't know. It's just
1: the Minnesota game was frustrating because I think I think it, it could have been the nail in the coffin for Ty, uh, and I and I I wouldn't be upset because who knows they're like, on a, they're on a seven game losing streak, right? Who the Clippers? No. The oh. Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: No, I wouldn't be surprised. I did they didn't have Carl
1: Anthony Towns. No, they uh, didn't. We had what? How many? We had, do we have a 20 point lead in, in the first half?
0: Uh, To be honest, I don't know, but I know we got at uh, least the first quarter was really good. I missed the first half of the game and I watched the second yeah. half. Uh, So I know we had a pretty good lead in the first, and then in the second quarter, it was back down. I think we were losing by halftime. Yeah. Um, because I was checking the score, but I I was stuck doing something else. I don't think Tyloo's a bad coach. Like I was, I was um thinking about this today. Like he's a, he technically has a championship. He got us further the first we ever got in our, in our playoff history, and we haven't really given him an opportunity to have a full roster and another playoff appearance for us. Like we haven't given him that, but. What he's showing now is like, I don't even know if it's stubbornness. I just think it's defiance. Like, you know, Marcus hasn't played well. So are you thinking he's going to play himself out of it? Players play themselves out of stuff like in November or October or something. That's where you push a player to play themselves out of it. That's why I was okay with John wall playing. (laughs) I was like, maybe he'll play himself out of it. Right. But with 19 or 20 games left or whatever, we're past that point. If it's not working and you need to get these wins at any any way necessary, like you play a different four. You play Nico Batum. You play Rocco. If you don't want to play any of those guys, you move Kawhi and Paul George down to the four, and then you play Terrence Mann. Put a team out there that can play defense. If you're, if you're scared that Terrence Mann won't be able to knock down an open shot, that I feel like Terrence Mann has just as good of a chance to knock down an open shot than Marcus Morris does at this point.
1: Marcus Morris hit the fucking top of the back. There, you know, <laughs> Dude, like...
0: when that happened, my thought process was, this guy can't start the next game. You need to show the fan base, the franchise you're working for, that you're trying. And I think that's my biggest gripe with Ty Lu right now. Is just like, dude, like you got to show somebody like the fan base opinion, the owner's opinion, the front office's opinion, the player's opinion, they all matter. And you need to show that you're trying yourself. You're asking the team to play harder. You need a co charter. Yeah. And you're seeing Marcus Morris at the top of the backboard. Like, I get it. It's a player, it's a vet you trust. So you put him in the game. We all were against it. But you put them in the game, and if it works out, cool, Ty, you got yourself a win. If it doesn't work out, you need to show up to the Timberwolves game, a game before a back-to-back where you know your your star players might not play in, and show everybody that you're gonna try something. Because like everyone gave Ty a lot of credit when he started when he started uh Terrence Mann in January, we we're like, okay, see. Ty Ty figured something out, and then he went away from that to bring in Russell Westbrook, which is fine. But you gotta change it up, dude. Like Marcus isn't working. Yeah. If you want, if you want your point guard, then play a different four. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, like we'll see. I refer the team at the end of the day. So if we if the team wants to stick with Ty, then I I. I'll rock with Ty. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to hate my team every game. And you know what? The playoffs are a different story. I could go into the playoffs not believing in the Clippers, but the minute that tip off happens, that hope is going to like melt my body into being like, well, it doesn't work for most teams, but it could work for us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's.
1: I'll just uh sit uh sit like the. Uh... The girl from the anti-drug, what was it? There. So she's like <laughs> deflated on the couch.
0: That's <laughs> Uh watching Marcus
1: Morris hit the backboard again. Top of the backboard, I should say.
0: But um, if, if, if I could be honest about the Clippers right now, and uh I love this team, but like you said, me and you were chatting about this before the podcast is like the fact that we had to follow the team weekly could be deflating at times, and it's fine, it is what it is. But when the when the Padres re-signed Manny Machado this Saturday,
1: <laughs>
0: there was just like, man, like, I'm watching uh, the, the Clippers <laughs> do their thing. And then I'm watching the Padres in spring training. And I don't know, maybe it's just hypothetical hopefulness because their season hasn't started yet. But it's just like, man, like, I'm looking forward to this Padres season while I'm just waiting for this Clipper season to be over. Mm-hmm uh but you never know like we're gonna look back on this pod when the Lu's led us to the finals against all the odds of beating the sons and the nuggets and all these teams and we're like man remember when we were talking about maybe tyloo should be replaced and he ends up being the best clipper coach of all time who knows <laughs> uh yeah that's the uh, best part that's about the pod. The, that's the best part about the podcast right we could flip-flop on things as long as you take accountability for it I used to think Russell Westbrook was a terrible NBA player. And now I think he's the best point guard in Clippers history. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that Patrick me. I, <laughs> I, I kept cutting you off though. What, was, what were you going to say? Um,
1: No, I don't think you cut me off. I think everything you said basically resonates with what I say. Like At the end of the day, I'm going to root for the Clippers. And I agree with you. If they're going to rock the tie, then I'll rock the tie. Um, until the wheels come off. And... But, yeah, it is tiring. Um, but, it, you know, it's that's basketball, right? Like, uh, we have our ups and downs, and hopefully we get to – we get a couple wins, you know. Let's, let's be optimistic. We have the Golden State Warriors. We have the Kings. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm the – I'm the, I'm the I'm very... up there. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna keep that in because, like, the the internet's a little choppy right now, so I thought you stopped talking. <laughs> Didn't yeah, you know? and then, like, halfway before I, was, I, was, like, like, I thought I threw up. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I threw up, man. I threw up. Like,
1: uh, it doesn't help. Like, I have coworkers that are like that are one's a Laker fan and one's a Kings fan. You know, f-
0: I'll, I'll be honest with you, it used to be. It used to be extremely exhausting being the only Clippers fan around Lakers fan trying to defend your franchise, especially when your franchise was playing well and theirs was not playing well. It was extremely fun. Now we're at like a different point in my life where I don't even know how to handle words. I feel like I'm defending the Clippers against other Clipper fans. And it's like, wait, what are we doing? I thought we were all buddies. Like we're all, we're all in this together. Like what what, what are we doing? What are we doing? We all want the same thing.
1: What? yeah that's true that's really so Uh, i guess like the only thing we can do is just at the end of the day it's basketball enjoy it we love it we love the clippers um support the team get behind them
0: it's it's an ocean it it flows different and you know there's waves and there's tides and you know sometimes a band-aid will will flow into the shore and you're like oh this is gross this is terrible and then sometimes it will be a nice little beautiful seashell and you're like oh this is nice Mm. that's that's i don't know if that, and then something about clipper ships i don't know i don't know how to put the two together.
1: I just, I just hope ty gets like a vision from the lord that says like benchmark
0: morris and he's
1: like, oh, lord. And
0: like oh, I, oh i didn't know wait what <laughs> like jesus jesus, <laughs> like, jesus puts his, he's like hey ty wake up he's like hey what are you doing here jesus like, hey man you gotta benchmark it's Morris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He just like he calls his coaching staff. We, we need to go into the office for right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are we doing? But and, uh, and it's like and it's like uh, and they're like we're gonna bench Marcus Morris and then Dan Craig like claps his hands and I was like thank God and then like <laughs> Jesus just like with a like winks and with like a sparkle in his eyes <laughs> in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, let's hope. Let's pray. Uh, <laughs> And you know what? That might be beneficial for Marcus Morris. You know, like maybe he, he is up there in age, so maybe like having a fresh set of legs going like going into the playoffs will, will do wonders for the second unit. Like like
0: my I know like I'm not Marcus Morris, and I do think he thinks he could contribute a little bit. There's some aspects of his game where he can, but I'm gonna say this um, just ride the bench and get. I mean, you know, if we get a ring, we get a ring. If we don't, you're on an expiring contract. You're gonna get traded anyways. So you, this is it for you, buddy. Like let's not let's let's not, not make it more than it is. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun learning Chinese. Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you, you know my stance on it. Just send Marcus Morris down to the G League. <laughs> let's get that Ontario Clippers championship, you know?
1: He's not gonna contribute to this team, He's not going contribute to another team, right? So Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's let's, let's continue rooting for the Clippers. Let's hope for the best. Uh expect the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Art, and for all you baseball fans out there, when the Clipper when the Clippers final game of the season ends, whether it's the championship, whether it's the first round, whether it's the plan, you got baseball to take your mind off of it for the rest of the summer. So and if you don't like baseball, I'm sorry i don't know what that's <laughs> like
1: <laughs> so that's been the podcast forum
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know watch the xfl or something <laughs> uh, that was ellie cliss forum you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. uh you can find us on twitter at ellie cliss forums come say hi we have a patreon it's three dollars a month what do we get on that patreon jesse
1: Dude, you guys get loads of content. I don't know why I laughed at that. Because like, it... like, yeah, I, I don't guys, sound
0: guys... super
1: optimistic. I just, look, I just sound dead. <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> you guys will get, get loads of content. <laughs> like, you guys will get things that you guys never thought you needed in your life. You you get a can, little can, bit of.
0: Have you heard of someone doing a podcast on the Ontario Clippers, Jesse? No one does no, it, right? have one that... You know, you know but who us? does it? We do it. Who? We do it. Yeah, I just,
1: I just, I just just spoiled our secret. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, It's fine. Don't,
0: don't worry about it. It it, it came out natural. It's good.
1: Well, yeah, dude, we do it. So, guys, if you guys are interested in G League, uh, we were the ones super excited for Nate Darling to get the two week contract, and then for him just to get released. And then the guy Um, who got it just
0: got waived too. Like (laughs) now, now it's going to Xavier Moon. We should have just done it in the first place.
1: Yes, uh well yeah, we cover the G League guys. So um Yeah, we do that. We also cover a lot of other teams, uh namely the West. Mm -hmm. Uh we have a we have a segment called the NBA Rivals where we kind of dig into our you know West Coast Conference um uh contemporaries. So like we go into the Lakers, we go into the Kings. Uh, in fact Ryan was hyped on the Kings. He's been hyped on the Kings for a long time. Nah, after that game, though, and, and after the game, yeah, I, I'm sure nah, it switched nah. up.
0: Yeah, once they became good, like I used to feel this way about the Warriors. Like in the late 2000s, I was like, man, this team's cool. It's got Baron Davis. It's a really cool team. and It's a California team. I dig it. And then they became better than us, and I was like, you know what? I don't dude. like them.
1: It's like, dude, when the when f- the Malik Monk decided to become LeBron James, bro. <laughs> Case, dude. Yeah,
0: dude. And then Malik Monk, who last year played on the shitty Lakers team, was like, "Oh yeah, we don't we don't care about them or whatever." Like I was like, "Okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, whatever, dude. I, I, uh, Enjoy
0: whatever. your first round exit, buddy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's gonna be fun. So yeah, we do have a we do have a Patreon. Uh, basically, you have our characters and who we are to discuss other things so you know if you like it yeah. you'll enjoy it and you'll your money only goes to support us uh support keeping this podcast <laughs> support us like we need <laughs> money uh uh no just just to keep the podcast going so we appreciate any yeah. support any follows on on twitter any likes on twitter any comments on twitter guys we truly appreciate everything this season has been rough and those who are sticking by us we appreciate it and we're with you we're in the trenches with you
0: If we play the Kings in the playoffs, and we win, I know the Crypto.com Arena is basically made out of, like, brick and gum, so I don't think it could pull this off, but it's uh, (laughs) it would be cool if we were able to light our own beam just to kind of shove it in their faces. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a little, like, I don't know, a red beam or a blue beam, just like...
1: Speaking speaking of crypto, apparently the crypto arena has finished doing some um, uh, some changes to it's the arena. S- I think they yeah. spent like over a million. I think
0: Did they're, they're gonna start, start already because I haven't seen anything different. I don't know if it's gonna start. I know they're gonna work on it pretty soon, within like the next three years or so. I know they're gonna do some big stuff to it, you know, because it's got to compete with Into a Dome now. Yeah, dude. The is just like, dude. It's just Steve we're like, dude. We just want to play basketball here. I don't. <laughs> like, we're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we just want to make parking really difficult and to play basketball. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you guys. Are
1: <laughs> we're just tired of the nooners, you know. That's pretty much it.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude. We're we're just trying to cause, um, a bunch of traffic on the one ten, dude. We're not, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're not trying to do anything special over here. I don't even Gosh. know if that is that the freeway. It's even off of. The one no, time, I
1: I can't tell you. I think so. I think you're
0: right. Um, uh, I yeah. know you drive into Inglewood quite a bit from there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, well. Thank uh, you guys. Yeah. You guys could literally be doing anything with your time, but you spent it here listening to us talking about Tyloo. Yes, yeah,
1: we. I I was gonna.
0: I was kind of thinking we would get we would have to get into other stuff, but we we managed to get through it with just the one thing on the Post-it.
1: When you know. When you're miserable, you can go on, on the miserable topics for a long time. I think
0: we just said the same thing for an entire time. I was like, oh man, I'm frustrated that I mean, he's putting Marcus Morrison And then we just say it again like five minutes later.
1: <laughs> you know what else? When he hit the top of the backboard, <laughs> <laughs> then he just started pointing out highlights of what we just got f- pissed off at. Yeah.
0: We're yeah, not mad guess. at Marcus for being Marcus. We're mad at Ty for Marcus being Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Alright, well, we appreciate everyone um, getting through this pod with minor uh, technical difficulties, but um, yeah, we're out.
1: Later.